You are listening to Be Nice to Yourself podcast with Natalia Schneemler, episode 19. Welcome to Be Nice to Yourself podcast that will give you practical tools to finally be nice to yourself so you can stop yelling at your kids and enjoy being a mom. Using coaching and lots of love, I'm your Russian Canadian host, certified life coach and mom of four, Natalia Schneidmiller. Hey, how's it going? I am having the best week I get to play tennis twice a week, which feels really luxurious to me now because I have been really constraining to once a week for the last couple of years. And now that all kids are in school and my business is going full force, I've really like splurged on this extra hour of tennis a week, which really means I get to have a lesson once a week with a coach. I know, super fancy. And I get to play with a friend. We get to play a real game. And right now, since it's really nice, we've been playing outside which really feels so, so luxurious. And actually, it's been really hard to concentrate on tennis because we've been catching up because we haven't seen each other all summer. But today, for sure, we're going to focus on tennis, tennis game, because it's just so great that we get to do that. So anyway, I hope you are also enjoying your fall wherever you are. It's September, end of September, and hopefully your kids are still in school. So today, I want to talk about this. Uh, I want to tell you the reason why I named my podcast Be Nice to Yourself podcast is because I have found that that is the key to make any relationship great, whether it is with your mom, your husband, your friend, your kid, anyone, anyone really, colleague, boss. And so if that is the key to getting any relationship amazing, then that is, and if you have kind of clicked on this, this podcast, because this resonates with you, then you also have been on your own journey and have discovered the same that, hey, I got to start with myself, right? And that's why you're listening, right? So, and for me, I want to tell you, like, I've worked on many different relationships in my life with my mom, with my husband, with friends, uh, and with myself always, right? But the one that really kind of pulled up my heart and really was just heart aching and just hard. And also I felt stuck in it was the one with my oldest son. And for the longest time, I did not believe that it could be better. And that's, that's what I want to talk to you today about is this scale of your relationship, where you where you are in your relationship. Uh, and I've kind of divided it into three uh, categories, okay? So if you are like me, where I was before I really turned things around with my son, is you are in the phase of not for me. So I call it, it's another name for that phase is disbelief. So the way it could be coming up for you is, you know, I've tried everything with him and it still doesn't work. Or it could be coming up as, you know, he's just a difficult child and this is just how things are. 
you could be saying things like, well, we fight, but you know what? Everyone fights, right? So that's just normal, right? You could be saying is, well, I know it's all me and I just don't know how to change it. I'm just a terrible mom. I'm so impatient. I'm a dragon lady or terrible, right? You could be saying, uh, what else could you be saying? Um, kids. I've, yeah, so you could be, so notice how all of these have kind of one thing in common is kind of this given up energy. It's either I can't change him or I can't change me or I've tried everything, nothing worked or settling down for this is just how things are and this is everyone goes through that, right? And notice how that has you not, you're not believing that you could have a better relationship with him, right? And all the subtle ways you're just saying like, that's just how things are and that's all that's possible for for me, for me, my son. And that is you first, you, when that, like when you are not believing that's possible for you, you might not be even realizing that until this moment. And I want you to really hold yourself as you realize this for yourself, because it could be quite disappointing and upsetting for you to realize that you actually did did give up you're like well I've tried everything and nothing worked and so uh, this is but what I want to tell you in this moment if you are there this is a very important tender place for you to be this is the place where you notice that you're not believing and this is uh, the most important necessary step for you to get to what it is that you want to get to what's possible, to get to amazing an amazing relationship. You know, before even, like, before um, you, for example, like with groceries, like, let's take another example. If you have all, all your life been buying groceries, go to the store buying groceries, and then one day someone says, did you know that you could have someone else buy groceries for you? You could... In that moment, you real would realize like, oh, I didn't realize that that's possible for me, right? Because that uh, uh, possibility has never entered your sphere. And so you've never thought like, oh, I just, I don't, I've never thought that someone else could buy groceries for me, right? Until that moment that someone points out to you that, hey, that that's possible. If that is what you want, of course. I know my best friend loves grocery shopping. My husband loves grocery shopping. So that is for you who doesn't love grocery shopping, okay? I want you to notice like that moment where you realize realize that, that that's possible for you. That is a very important, powerful moment because you are all of a sudden aware of the possibility for your life, right? And right now, as I'm pointing out to you, like all the things that you could have been thinking about you and your relationship with your son, and s deep down inside or secretly or subconsciously, you might have been longing and wanting to you to have an amazing relationship with him, but you haven't uh, been successful at getting it. So you gave up, you kind of gave up, right? So that is phase one, and I call it not for me or disbelief. And then you, from that phase, as you listen to me or as you see other people interact or, you know, as you might see in movies or in any way that you become uh, um, exposed to this possibility, 
and the possibility of what's possible for you like that relationship that you want like it could be great and amazing then you enter the next phase of maybe or another way for us to say it is possibility right so you go from disbelief to possibility or you go from not for me to maybe for me hmm. and the way that I have experienced it for me sounded like this in my head huh what this is possible why haven't anyone told me that's crazy i wish i knew about this earlier really are you sure that's possible is it just because maybe like it's just like he's just uh, like a good child or maybe maybe it's because you are such a good mom and you're just so calm and like it's just easier for you really it's possible for me how are you crazy right so in my head like i'm pretty dramatic so my response was like what come on like why haven't anyone told me this right and so I have that in my head like this kind of like it's kind of like processing new data enters it and my brain tries to make sense of it because up until that point it has thought that's not possible that's just not possible for me no way so right um I want you to notice what it is that how is your brain reacting to that Is it still resisting? Is it still telling you excuses like, oh, no, it's just because this works for them just because they were born that way. They're born patient. Or is it just because their child is different? Or is it just because their child doesn't have the disability? Or is it because their child is older? Or is it because they have more time? Or is it because um, they do what they love, right? What is your brain telling you? That makes it like, oh, it's possible for them, but not possible for me. What is it? And I want you to question that because what I realized in that moment, I'm like, oh, so that kind of worked for me. I thought if it's possible for a human and I'm human, then technically, logically, it's possible for me. And I let it sink in there and I let it marinate and I let it like the seed drop in there and stay there and th- and let it just grow there as if, you know, it, it kind of like it could be possible for me. I'm having trouble seeing it now because I have, I think I have all these disadvantages. But really, if I really want this relationship with my son to be so amazing and I want it, then maybe I could imagine that it's possible. And this is where all of our amazing parts of our life all begin in our head, in our imagination, starting with just the thought, oh, that would be awesome to have that coffee machine. Or, wow, she takes tennis lessons. Why haven't I thought of that, right? Like that starts from just that one thought that just plants a seed of possibility. That's possible for me. Or um, I could work from home and make my own hours. What? I thought that's only made for millionaires who run their own businesses, right? Just these little ideas, sentences that enter your mind, they are little seeds that start growing. Okay, so that's the second phase. So let me just review. Our first phase is where we do not believe. We are not even thinking about it. We might not even be aware that that's we don't believe. And so we're like, oh, that's not for me. Right. So you don't believe that's not for me. Then that possibility enters into your sphere, either in a way of an example or me talking about it or anything like that. And you open up your mind and you think, oh, maybe it's for me. 
it's possible for me, right? So notice how you still don't believe it's po fully possible. You still have a lot of doubt. You still have a lot of uh, work, to work to do and to overcome your own obstacles in your own head. But you are opening up a little window of possibility into, hey, that's possible for me, okay? And then the next stage, okay, so is ultimately is this is how it is for me in my life. I call it, this is how it is. And another word for it is inevitability. So inevitability is like this is, this result in my life is just part of my life. This is, this is how things are. It's inevitable that that's just, it's inevitable that I have a chair. That's how I, you know, that's how I run my house. I have a chair to sit on, right? So you're not like, Ooh, I don't know if I can have a chair or maybe I can have a chair. No, you're like, no, I just have a chair, right? And this is kind of the ultimate uh, kind of train station or stop for you and your goal in your relationship with anyone is to say, oh, this is just how things are. Things are great. Like, I just love, I just love my son I pick him up from school, he smiles at me, I give him a hug, and anytime there's any problems, he feels open to me to come and talk to me, and I also have been able to be honest with him about how I feel, and if I'm too tired, I, I don't lie down with him as much at bedtime, right? So this is just how things are for me in my life, and that is your reality. So what once was impossible for you has now become inevitable, it's like old news, right? So again, like you, the way you might be saying it, like, let's look at other parts in your life where that's already true, right? Like, like you want, at one point you wanted kids, let's say, and that seemed like, oh, I don't know if I'll have them in time, or I don't know if I can, we'll get pregnant as soon, I would like kids, you know, and so to you that seemed uncertain, right? But possible, right? Let's say it was possible, and now that you do have kids, that's your reality. So you're not walking around trying to um, imagine that that's possible for you. To you, it's just like, yeah, I have kids, right? That's just how it is. And you don't spend a lot of time thinking about it, that you have kids. You you spend a lot of time thinking a lot of, about other things, like how to raise them, whether you're doing a good job, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's another sign that you already are living the reality of what it is that you wanted is you have new problems to solve, like how to parent them, how to get your own time, um, and, you know, what kind of sports you want to sign them up for, all that stuff, right? So, um, yeah, so you get to focus on other areas of your life now, now that you have kind of gotten what it is that you wanted, whether it is a coffee machine or to have children or to have an amazing relationship with your son, now that you have already achieved it in your life and you are living it, then you take your brain energy and you get to spend it on other areas in your life to make them better and to put that and grow those seeds. And so let's review the three stages of this whole belief thing. So in the beginning, you don't think you can have a great relationship with your kid. That's your with your boy. He's like six, seven, eight. You're just struggling so much. You're fighting and you're like, I just don't know. We clash so much. We butt heads. I cannot imagine. Like I, nothing worked. This is just how things are. That's one stage. I can't do it. The next stage is what? I can do it? Nata what's Natalia talking about? 
what does she mean I can have an amazing relationship? What's kind of pretty good already. I'm fine. Oh, maybe I could have a better what? Right? So then impossibility enters your man, your mind and you're like, I don't even know if I can, I don't even know what better could look like, but maybe I kind of want a better, right? So possibility. Then you're like, maybe it's for me. And the ultimate last stage, so between the maybe and this is how things are, you have a, a road to travel and you have many stations, right? Of things getting better and better and better and better. And ultimately at the very end, you don't even think about this whole thing, relationship thing, because it is amazing. Because you're like, yeah, that's just how things are. All right, now I get to do other fun stuff. So those are the three things, three stages that we go through with everything. I want you to think about your workouts, your job, your career, your um, marriage. You know, for you to get married, you would have one ha once had to think, <sighs> had that realization moment like, oh, maybe it is for me. Um, that getting that age or I met the guy or whatever right you had that possibility moment like huh it's on the horizon it's possible and then you got married so it became inevitable this is my life now right same with the job you once imagined you wanted a certain job a promotion uh growth you imagine yourself in this company and once you imagined it you went from not for me to maybe for me and then you created it and it became part of your life. It became inevitable. And I want to really kind of remind you, you do that with everything in your life. So why not here, right? If you are listening to me, I really want to shine the light on where you are now. And of course, it is for you to decide, but I want to um, kind of guide you and help you guide you from that first stage and maybe the possibility stage to that last station where this is just how your life is. It has, it is amazing. You have such a great base with your son that you, your relationship really blossoms and you can, you can handle any conversation. You can handle any sort of uh, friction and tension because you have great foundation and you can be honest and have, kind of handle any storm in a relationship. I would love to be your guide for that um, because I just, I think those are the sweetest boys ever and we love them so much and it breaks my heart to think that you could be missing out on these moments for you and him every day where it could just be light and not loaded with baggage of fighting for all those years. Light and free and just filled with love and just enjoying what's going on enjoying him growing up enjoying you parenting him enjoying his amazing questions about life and you're like oh my gosh he's asking such great questions I want you to enjoy that without any guilt without any uh, baggage of shame right so that is really my passion to help you do that and I want to invite you to my free group where I focus only specifically on that and I talk about every day how what are the steps that we can take towards that final destination of inevitability of how like we are actually great I'm glad I didn't listen to my friends who told me this is normal to fight I'm glad I kind of went with my gut and just explored this mind-blowing relationship stuff so come join my group I'm gonna tell you the name it is uh connect with your boy before he grows up 
If I change the name to more like a simpler name, I will tell you. But if you just Google me, Natalia Schneidmuller, on my on Facebook and find the groups that I have, it's connect with my boy before he grows up. Group, join the group. And all you have to do is just show up and just listen to what I have to share and just apply it in your life to really have the most amazing relationship with your son. Of course, this will work on a girl, but the when I talk, I talk about son because that just is the sweetest sound in my in my mouth, in my ears, uh, but it does work. I honestly would work with anyone in your life, but that is just what I love to help you with. All right, my loves, I hope this just sets you up for an amazing journey from first station to the last station. And I will see you in the group. Bye. Mm-hmm.